If you have big dreams and big goals, but you toe the line, you get shy with it, and then you end up talking yourself out of it, then this episode is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Writer Podcast. Yes, you heard that correctly. Goodbye, the Confident Writer Podcast, and hello, the Empowered Writer Podcast. It feels so amazing to say that title, to say that word, empowered. Isn't that a wonderful word? Empowered. Say it with me now. Empowered. (laughs) And it is a big word. It is a big word. It has a lot of meaning to it. And I chose it very, very carefully very strategically, but let me be very real with you. This word popped into my head and I was like, wow, I love that word. I really, really love that. Empowered. There is activity to it. There's action to it. You want to take action when you hear the word empowered. And I just, I love it. I was just sitting here one day, it popped into my mental theater and I thought, I wonder if there's something to that word. How can I embrace that word? Because, you know, you and me, we are wordsmiths. We love a good turn of phrase. And the empowered writer, that is a great two words, isn't it? Empowered writer. Like I said, there's just so much action behind it. It kind of begs you to to just make a move, make a decision, make a bold choice. And I am just really fired up about it. I don't know if you can tell, but I am. It's so resonant. It resonates with me because the whole purpose of this podcast, the whole purpose of what I do is to empower writers. It's to make them confident. Yes, that is how I came up with the very first um, title for the podcast, the Confident Writer Podcast. And I do want you to feel confident. I want you to feel like, yes, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm not out there, uh, you know, wandering the woods trying to find my way out. I'm not out there walking east when I'm searching for a sunset or a sunrise. I get it. You know what I mean? You want the confidence to say, I know where I am. I know what I'm doing. Or if I don't know where I am or what I'm doing, I have the knowledge within to figure it out. I have the wherewithal to point myself in that new direction. The confidence for me was always in that step, in that gap between where you are and then a choice that needs made to get you to another place. It's like in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, whenever he is doing the trials at the end of the movie, and he is trying to get to the Holy Grail. And there's that one, I know you know if you love that movie as much as I do, or actually even if you don't love the movie, because I'm sure you have seen bits and pieces of this on TNT or TBS, because it. I feel like it plays nonstop. But anyway... Indiana is on one side of this huge cavern, and then on the other is a doorway, and there's just no walkway. There's there's nothing, no bridge, no walkway, no nothing. And he has to take this step, this leap of faith. And he's nervous, <laughs> as rightly as he should be, because it really does look like just a drop. Spoiler alert, he does take that step forward. He does take that leap of faith, and there is solid ground It's an optical illusion, but that's not the point of what I'm trying to say. That's just an example. The point of what I'm saying is that right there, it's that step. It's that feeling of, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know how this will work out, but I am going to have the confidence 
I'm going to have the trust in myself to take this step because I see on the other side, I see what's there. I see how it can help me in my transformation, in my betterment, in my, you know, taking me where I want to go. And I'm going to take that step. That moment where you can either pull back and say, oh, forget this (laughs) or step forward. That to me is where you find the confidence, where you find it, where you need it, where you pull from it most and where you build it. So that the confident writer confidence came from that. Uh, you know, not Indiana Jones, but in that moment between here you are, there you want to be, and you have this valley, this cavern, and that is where you find and build and create and strengthen your confidence. And so I always loved that word, confidence, good word. But the other day when empowered popped into my head, I was like, yes, I love this word. If it's even possible, I love this word even more. Because within that word, there is confidence. Because empowered to me definitely means confidence. And let me also say, confidence to me is not, I know everything. I'm perfect. I can do anything. No, confidence is actually when you don't feel that way. Confidence is, again, that building, that building up of trust in yourself, that building up of, I'm going to take that step, that leap of faith, because I, there is something on the other side. There is something out in front of me, and I'm going to have the confidence, the trust, the faith in yourself, the universe, any other thing, because I just, I know that I can do it. I'm scared. I'm a little bit nervous, but there is that confidence that you can say, I'm going to bet on me. To me, that's confidence. It is not just this self-righteous, I can do everything perfect. That's not confidence. That's a little bit of arrogance. (laughs) And for empowered, empowered also means to me, you have confidence, but you also have choice you have freedom. You see the freedom in things. You see the choice in things that you understand, hey, I have worth. My voice has worth and I'm allowed to use it. And so I want to talk to you today about one of the big ways you can become more empowered as a writer, as that beautiful creative force you are today. It is a light bulb. I just snapped my fingers. (laughs) I should have been. It's a snap, but I said it was a light bulb and I made a snap. Hey, I, I told somebody, you know, three minutes and I held up four fingers yesterday. So in my defense, I had to take my dog to the vet. This is a vet trip many times in the same week. She's doing great. Her name is Delilah, but I think you all know that because I talk about her quite frequently. But, you know, I'm allowed to put up four fingers when I say three after a day where I take my little pup to the vet. (laughs) So anyway, light bulb moment. (laughs) There's my snap again. I'm going to tell you a very powerful reframe that you can adopt right now to instantly become more empowered. Because you know, you know I love a reframe. If you've worked with me, if you've been in one of my challenges, one of my courses, or worked with me one-on-one, you know I have a lot of slogans, sayings, and mottos. And this is one of my, I say it all the time, I want you to reframe. I want a reframe. And here it is. I want you to quit saying, 
can I do this? And instead say, I can do this, but do I want to? Mmm, let that sink in. All right, I'm going to say it again. I want you to stop saying, can I do this? And instead say, I can do this, but do I want to? Should I? And let me break this down even more. The first part of this, can I do this? No, zap that. Zap that immediately from your creative space, from your mental theater, from your vocabulary. As a writer, can I do this? Yes. Yes, you can. You're an adult. You're a creative person. You're a storyteller. You can do anything you want. Can I have a pen name? Yes. Can I write about vampires and turtle dubs? (laughs) Sure. Yes. Can I write a romance where if you want to write about blue aliens, I mean, we saw the success of that, the ice planet, um, ice planet barbarian. Do it. You as a creative person can do anything, but that is not the question I want you to ask. That is not the mindset I want you to have, because when you have that mindset, can I do this? It implies that you need permission to be creative, that you need to somehow get a permission slip from someone who, quote unquote, knows better, quote unquote, is better, quote unquote, is better than you. You know, it brings up a lot of those things, this needing permission. Am I good enough to do this? Can I do this? Do I deserve to do this? Am I the right one to do this? Yes, you deserve it. You can do it. You are the right one to do this. If you have an idea, if something has entered your mental theater, your dreams, your daydreams, yeah, you can write it. You can do anything you want. Can I write about um, a young girl who has to fight to survive on a desert planet and she meets an alien robot who tells her that it's just a simulation. Yes, you can do anything. You don't need permission. That is the thing I want you to untangle your creativity from. You don't need permission from anybody. No one is better than you. No one has the magic hall pass. Nobody has anything that you don't have. There's nothing that separates you from the person you think you need permission from. But what this does is it keeps you small. It keeps you thinking, can I do this? And it's like your subconscious is saying, okay, let me toe that line. Let me stay in my lane. Let me stay in my box. And that's when you start talking yourself out of things. That's when you start stepping back. And that's when you can have a story that you were so damn excited about wither and die on the vine. And that's not fair to you. And it's not fair to the future readers who would have loved, loved, loved to read the wonderful, beautiful weirdness in your heart. And by the way, weird is a highest compliment with me. Okay. I love the weird. Give me the weird. (laughs) So the other part of this, can I do this? Of course you can. But the reframe, this is where the magic comes in. This is the reframe I want you to really let sink in to your heart, to your brain, to your imagination. Can I do this? Yes. The new question is, I can do this, but do I want to? So let's break this down. I can do this. Let's just get that out of the way. Can you do it? Yes, of course you can do it. Of course you can. But do I want to? That's the tail end of the question. 
And this is the part where you have to put yourself first. You have to kind of shut out the peripheral, the white noise, quit looking around, quit trying to go over there and just think to yourself, I want to write a story. I have this fabulous idea. Can I write it? Of course you can. We've already determined that. Don't even ask it. Don't even put yourself in the mental energy space of, I need permission. Can I do this? Of course you can. You don't need permission anyway. (laughs) Moving on to the second part, of course you can do it, but should you do it? And the should part is is the frame of your career, your wants, your likes. Like it's for you. These are your stories. You want to write a book about a girl on a desolate island and she realizes she's in a simulation. Can you write it? Of course, we determined, yes, you can. You don't even have to ask. But should you? Do you want to do this? If you are an indie author, for instance, and this just comes into your head, think to yourself, I can do this, but should I? (laughs) Do I want to do it for me, for my career, for the direction I want to take it, for what I want my career to look like, Do you notice the emphasis? It's you. What you want for your career, what you want for the next two, three, five years and more, what you want for your own creative well-being, that's what I want you to focus on. Not, can I write this? Because again, you don't need permission. What you need to do is look at the whole picture of your creativity, the season of your life right now, And determine, yes, I can do this, but do I want to do this? Should I do this? If you think of tracking your career over the next five years and you have romance novels that you are going to fast release for the next, you know, five years, one every four months, but then all of a sudden a story comes into your head that is horror, (laughs) that is like Last of Us meets Oh goodness, I don't even know. Last of because I don't I don't watch horror. I don't read it. But Last of Us meets Stephen King. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought of that comp because I know Stephen King is a big horror author. But anyway, you are writing like Nora Roberts type romances and you have that totally mapped out for the next 5 years. You bought the covers. You wrote like 5 books already that you plan on rapid releasing. And then this horror book hits you. It just drops out of the sky and right into your head. The question isn't, am I allowed to write this? Can I do this? No, you don't need permission. But the question is, I can do this. I can write this book, but do I want to? That's when you get narrow, but at the same time, get broad. When I say get narrow, I mean, don't look at other people's paper. Don't kind of see what they're doing. Right now, you need to think, What's your career doing? What's your vision for your career? What are you in this season of your life able to handle in terms of just word count, in terms of sitting down and actually writing? What does this season of your life look like in terms of can you handle adding another book into your schedule, into your calendar? And then do you have any other plans to write any more scary books? Is this going to be a one-off? Is this going to be a pen name? Is this going to be however many doors this opens? You know, one question leads to another, to another, to another. So that's what I mean. I want you to get narrow with the thinking, 
because I want you to think about you, but I want you to get broad with your thinking because I want you to ask yourself questions. Ask yourself the questions like, is this right for you in this moment, in this season of your life? Is this right for you in terms of your career and where you want it to go? Is this right for you just in terms of your schedule? And can you fit this right now? Is a pen name a yay or a nay? (laughs) Do you have one already lined up? Do you feel like, yeah, this would be a lot of fun. I would love this writing as both a horror writer and a romance writer. I mean, there's a lot of questions that this can lead you down, but the point is, yes, you can do whatever you want. You are a writer, a storyteller, a magnificent creative energy. You don't need permission from Twitter. You don't need permission from a newsletter poll. You don't need permission from your writer group um, leader. What you need to do is say, I can do this, but when I really think about what I want, where I want to go, what I want to do, should I do this? Because that reframe, it's no longer about getting someone else's approval. It's about you being back in control of your creativity. It is an empowered mindset. You are not asking, can I do this? Is that okay? Instead, you are saying, I can do this, but I'm going to think about it strategically and purposefully and very smartly and see if I want to do it. Do I want to do it right now? Do I want to do it later? Do I want to do it at all? That's what I mean by it could be seasonal, where right now you just want to get through the next five years of your romance series because it excites you, it lights you up, and you have it all planned, and half of it's written. (laughs) And that's okay. You're allowed to do that. You are allowed to do anything because you are an empowered writer. The question, the reframe is, do you want to right now? Can you? Should you? In terms of you, not anyone else. You don't need permission. And if you can really let that sink in, really understand that you are allowed to be weird and creative and wacky with your stories, that you don't need to follow what everyone else is doing, that you can go and try this story idea, even though people, maybe the first time you thought of it, someone shot it down and said, oh no, that's a weird genre mashup. You can't do that. You know what I say to that? You definitely have to do it now. (laughs) Some of the best stories are genre mashups. Oh my goodness. Some of the best. I mean, in a broad term, think of musicals, like musical theater. The mashup of just a stage show with singing and dancing. That's great. It works. It has become timeless. <laughs> I mean, it it works so well, we don't even bat an eye at it. It started with plays and then they added music and dancing. And I'm sure when that verse happened eons ago, someone was like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> because there will always be somebody who will tell you, you cannot do that thing. You should not do that thing. But I'm a pretty loud person. (laughs) And so if you are looking for a voice to tell you, actually, you can do whatever the hell you want, consider me that voice because you can. The empowered writer, my whole thing is putting the control, putting the ball back in your court. So quick recap, you can do whatever you want. What you need to reframe is, and I want you to say this, when this pops up, when this feeling is like, oh, should I do this? No, zip that, zap that away. When that feeling comes up, I want you to say, okay, wait, 
I'm, I'm going to reframe this. I can do it, but should I do it? And then I want you to ask yourself the questions. Should you do it right now in the season of your life? Do you want to do it right now for your career? Do you see that in your career vision? Do you want to do it just because it's fun? And that's, that's what you want right now. Hey, there is nothing wrong with writing a story just for fun. You can write a book just for fun. If you've been, you know, wanting to, but you feel like you need permission to, you don't need permission to do that. You just don't. You can do whatever you want. You are empowered. Be empowered with your creativity. You know, it's it's really funny actually. I am an editor for something called Rev Pit. It's an annual contest and it's based on that premise of a revise and resubmit. And as an author, I am sure that you have heard of that phrase or even have gotten the opportunity to do a revise and resubmit yourself. And this is a great organization, uh, just run by wonderful, wonderful people. And I'm an editor where I get a bunch of entries uh, from writers And I choose a really awesome manuscript and writer to work with over the course of like two months. And we just revise their manuscript to an ultra shine. And the first year I did it, I actually called, you know, me and the writer who I would work with Team Phoenix. You know, at first it was just a joke because I love River Phoenix. Like he is it for me. If I could have dinner with someone dead or alive, it would be him. Like (laughs) River Phoenix is the person. But also, you know, when I think about it and what we're doing with a story, revising, editing, it is like going through the cycle of a phoenix. You know, we are giving it new life giving your story new life, new energy. It's rebirth. It's revitalization. And I love that. To me, Phoenix energy, it's all about that. All about that renewal. You know, letting go of the things in your story that aren't working, the things in your creative process that aren't working. So then something brighter and stronger and bolder can rise up in its place. Something that that is really working and shining bright. And so that to me is actually, you know, that's Team Phoenix. That's Phoenix energy. And that also is part of being an empowered writer. It's understanding that you gotta let go of the things that just aren't working. And you thinking that you need permission to write, that you need to ask if it's okay to do something, that needs to go. That needs to be something that just goes away so then you can have something much more useful and better and stronger and brighter rise up and take its place. And the thing I want to rise up there for you is this reframe. Say it with me. I can do it. I can do anything. But do I want to? based on what I want, based on the career I want, based on the season of my life. I can do it, but do I want to? That's the reframe. That puts you back in the empowered state of mind. Look, I have a three-day workshop coming up in March, and it is all about shaping up your story. In fact, it is called Total Story Tone Up. Yes, that is a nod to my uh, exercise DVD days. You know, not when I, not when I like hosted them or anything, but just when I did them. Like Jane Fonda, The Firm, uh, all that is just 
Those were my jam. Okay. <laughs> anyway, total story tone up is three days of very intense advanced level instruction, live trainings to really tone up and tighten your story and shape it. So it is just this lean, mean, entertaining machine. If you suffer with murky middles, if you're feeling like, I think this is okay, but a little voice is telling you "Mm, that's not quite right. You need to get your buns into this workshop. And the best part, it is free. Yep. It is free because I am serious. This is the year guys. 2023 main character energy, Phoenix energy. That means we're letting go of the old. So bigger, bolder, brighter things can rise. And we are putting our stories, our health, our creativity. They are priorities this year. They are priorities in ways they have never been before. And I'm going to help you keep them a priority, get yourself back to being a priority and get you writing the stories that you have always wanted to write. Let's get going. Sign up for this free three-day workshop and let's do this thing. All right. Take all this information, make it part of your transformation and take some action today. Start by going to bethanyhensel.com and signing up for this free workshop training. You will not regret it. All right. I will talk to you next week.